When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode 11 of The Gilded City to The Lost Kingdom. Uh, We are back again this week with yet another episode for you. Don't forget, of course, to like, comment, subscribe, ring that bell here on YouTube, follow the podcast, leave us a rating slash review um, on whatever your podcast platform allows you to do that. Um, And yeah, I don't really have any other announcements. So uh, announcements, announcements. Um, Let's go ahead and dive on in to this week's episode. Content warning. Ravenloft as a setting can feature disturbing themes and ideas, and while it is never going to be our intention to upset anyone, it is worth noting. Be advised that this story arc features ghosts, dysfunctional families, cruel clergy, murder, and references to suicide. Last time. Last time. Here we go. The party began to investigate the circumstances that surrounded Bryant Ainsley's death in earnest, first seeking out information about the priest brother Francis. After heading to the Church of Ezra and convincing the lead priest there to help, the party discovered that brother Francis seemed to have been quite corrupt, bringing in a significant amount of personal wealth. He has disappeared since helping the elder Ainsleys, and the people of the church don't know where he went. Afterwards, the party returned to Van Richten and used restoration magic to temporarily restore him to his senses. He told them that the only way forward was to break the curse keeping Bryant contained and finish his business with his love. He advised them to speak to the Weathermay Foxgroves for for information about the Ainsley family before succumbing once again to the curse of madness um, that he gained while in the Ainsley village manor. After speaking to the Weathermay Foxgroves, the party learned about the string of misfortune the Ainsleys have had the last few years, and their desperation to find a husband for their daughter, Katrina. 
the party have concocted a plan to disguise Artemis as a distant relative of the Foxgrove family and present him as a possible suitor for Katrina. They have returned to Van Richten's shop where they await the Weathermay Foxgrove twins' arrival with uh, uh, stuff to help Artemis in his disguise. Nothing will go wrong. Um, nope, everything's going to be perfectly fine, I'm sure. All of your plans always work 100% of the time. Um, and exactly the way we want them to. I feel like we had one that just went off without a hitch and we all just kind of blinked at each other. I don't, it, it, it may, it may have, I don't know, I don't, I don't remember, but it may have been when you went after Maravaldi because you were like, <laughs> we're not making a play out, we're just breaking into his house and fucking killing that guy. And you did it. And it, <laughs> yeah, we did that. It took yeah. one, I think one round of combat of him being in that combat or something like that. Yeah, you did some crazy divine smite damage and yeah. But that was then afterwards was the first time you met Octavia's mom. So right. yeah. Octavia's mom. Anyway, <laughs> we're not there now. We're here in Morden. So you are in Van Richten's shop. Is there anything anyone wants to do while you are waiting for um, the twins to arrive? Yeah, I want to go shopping. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, it's late afternoon at this point, so the shops are still open. You can go and go in. No, I want to go and... shopping in Van Richten's oh, shop. But... I mean, I <laughs> sure we can go sh- go shopping other- elsewhere, but <clears throat> we want to see what Van yeah. Richten's got in the. Yeah, uh, let's support shops. small business. Yeah. Um. Yeah, you can do that. If we're gonna be here for a while, Bowman wants to go out and. Just kind of look around the town. Okay. See if there's any odd jobs he might be able to earn some gold from. Extra, extra gold. Um, okay. Anybody doing anything else? I'll do the same thing, Bowman. <laughs> okay. So Janara is going to go with Bowman. Um, and the rest of you are staying at the shop and seeing what is on offer there. Is that correct? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Um, let's then let's start with Bowman and Janara wandering around town. Um, go ahead. I'll have both of you make me, um, actually, I think, Hmm? can, can Alina go with them? Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. She probably knows what's all in Van Richten's shop pretty well. So yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, you could absolutely go with them. Uh, so then why don't, uh, each of you make an investigation check? Uh, however, uh, I will say, depending on the way you're doing it, doing it, you can actually use a different stat as your base for your investigation. So if you are talking to people, you can use your, you can make a charisma investigation check. If you are just looking around, listening, uh, you can do a wisdom investigation check. And if you are really paying attention to all sorts of, like, details and stuff, you just make a normal investigation check. Uh, So Bowman wants to specifically kind of see, like, I don't know, somebody's having a hard time with a 
heavy load of a cart. Maybe there's a wall of a house that just, you know, crumbled down that needs a little bit more attention to to patch up or something like that. So a little bit of talking to these people to see if they want help and also just keeping an eye open for that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. That I'll say that's charisma then. Um, what'd you get? Uh, with my charisma modifier, that's a 23. 23. Um, that's great. Um, yeah, you're, you know, you're looking around seeing like what, what are the state of the people in this community talking to some folks, trying to see how everyone's doing. You, um, eventually come across a, uh, uh, a tavern called the Seventh Sea, which seems to be largely populated by, uh, fishermen, um, and you can spend some time in there, like, talking to the fishermen, helping them out, uh, uh, you know, everybody's sort of rough and tumble, uh, some of them do have some, like, minor injuries from their day out at sea, um, if you want, you can, spend a few uh uh lay on hands points to to heal that up and help people out absolutely great yeah you let's say you can spend a total of like five lay on hands points to heal some minor injuries around the tavern um and you know people just start like warming up to you and the uh um the the tavern owner the 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 barkeep uh, uh, comes over and says, uh, huh, well, thanks for the help. Name's Kirk. Nice to meet you. The people call me Bowman. Welcome to town, Bowman. You're not from around here. No, I'm, I'm from somewhere far away. Look like a fisherman, though. I've been known to hang around the boats, the docks, and I've sailed my few boats myself. All right. Looking for uh, looking for fishing work or, or other boat work here in town? Well, I don't know how long I'll be here, but I just a small odd job here and there just to earn some spending cash. Sure, sure. Well, uh, you know, if you uh, if you're looking for work, um, you head on down to the docks in the morning. They're always looking for extra hands out on the uh, fishing boats if you want to earn. Earn money. I mean, it's not a ton of money, but it's a little bit. Help get you by. Oh, sure. I'm. I've been well known to uh, move boxes and crates. Sure, sure. Yeah, they 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 usually head out in the mornings, see if they can catch any uh, fish or uh, or crabs. Sometimes out in the out in the sea. Come back into town for noon usually. So uh, you know, if you're interested and. Like I said, doing a hard day's labor. Welcome to it. Well, if I'm here by the time that they need assistance, I'll see yeah. if you can use an extra hand. Of course, of course. Well, enjoy your stay in town, Mr. Bowman. Nice to meet you, Kirk. It's Kirk, right? Kirk, that's the name, yep. Kirk. Um, okay, and then Elena and Janara, the two of you, what, how are, how are the two of you investigating? Um, I'm going to go to the local tavern too, and I'm just going to see, um, if anyone's causing any trouble, just like I used to do at 
Sanctuary's bar. Uh-huh. Um, so I'm going to see um, if they need some help as like a, they need like security or anything. Um, yeah. At the local tavern. Yeah, you you like come over by Bowman um, as he's sort of finishing his conversation with Kirk. Uh, he turns to you and says, how can I help you, miss? Um, I've worked security on and off at a local tavern in my hometown. Um, so I was just wondering if that was something that you might need help with here, just trying to earn some extra coin. Um, well, to be honest, miss, uh, I, I appreciate the, uh, I appreciate the offer, uh, but we don't, you know, we don't often have, uh, too much, too much trouble, uh, with, uh, you know, we don't, we don't often have too much trouble with people, you know, kind of making a mess or getting into tussles or stuff here at the tavern. Everyone's That's just good. here to sort of cool off after a hard day's work out, out, uh, out fishing and then, uh, you know, head back home for the evening. And, you know, most, uh, most of the trouble we get, get around these parts are, uh, you know, ghost related and there's not a whole lot that punching can do against a ghost. So no offense. I'm, I'm sure you're quite capable, but. Nope. I understand completely. Um, I do have some magic, too, that could maybe help against ghosts, should that ever become an issue. Sure. I, I mean, I, no, I, I appreciate that. People of magic are pretty uncommon around here. Uh, so uh, are you where are you staying somewhere in town or? Uh... Um, we're currently staying at uh, Van Richten's place. Oh, shoot, you're with Dr. Van Richten. All right. Mm -hmm. Well, I shouldn't have doubted your ability to handle uh, the supernatural. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, if you, uh, if I, if there's anything crazy going on, I, I actually tell you the truth. We, we, there has been an issue with this. Uh, I don't know if you've heard while you've been in town, but there's been an issue with this headless rider outside of town for a few mm -hmm. years now. Um, I don't know. No, nobody seems to be able to uh, handle it to make the roads safe again at night. But, uh, you know, if you and any of your friends manage to take care of the business with that headless rider, uh, you know, I'll, I'll put, uh, uh, I'm sure, you know, I could put out, put out word to, to make a collection to reward you for the efforts. I will keep that in mind. All right. Um, and uh, Elena, what are you doing as you sort of investigate the town? Um, I think I'm not actually trying to make any money off of anything. I think I'm just trying to see if there's any talk on the streets of any, like, minor hauntings or something that could easily be taken care of or something along those lines probably heading towards like any poorer sections of town too just offering like healing aid for mm. any of them sure 
you um yeah you head into sort of a uh, uh the poor quarter in town um go ahead and make a um we'll say if you're looking for signs of like um hauntings or that sort of thing I i'll say a perception uh or religion check your choice hmm. okay uh perception 21 21 okay um you look around you're sort of trying to keep an eye out for any signs of like a problematic haunting you just see like a couple of docile ghosts just sort of drifting along um not causing problems not causing problems just doing their normal thing um you round a corner uh you find yourself in like a small little i don't know area area between a few of these like poor houses with like a an old well um and as you enter this area you see that there's like a small uh cluster of um ooh, excuse me a small cluster of like dwarves surround like trying to stand between two ghosts one is a dwarven ghost and appears to be this like a, a deceased family member um and the living dwarves are trying to block this like other ghost that seems uh, uh seems to be human and this uh, uh the human ghost is is saying like come now lord godfroy commands all the undead in this realm whether they like it or not now you will come with me for the lord has business with you um and the dwarven ghost is like uh i don't i don't want to be part of the part of his undead ghostly machinations i just want to just want to be, be with my family while they're still around um and you know one of the living dwarves is like you can have him you can have him after the rest of us die but not before then uh would you like to intervene in some way um sure i'll uh walk over pardon me but i couldn't help but over here do you really need this soul right now this is not your business mortal oh but i've dealt with you many times before at least ghosts like you and it seems as though your timeline just doesn't make sense. If these kind dwarves are saying that you can have their souls once they're all together in the afterlife, what's a couple hundred years waiting for that? A couple hundred years is a couple hundred further years of Lord Godfrey not completing his goals he will finish what he started 
And you don't think that there's other souls that you could be bothering with this? Why don't you head over to the graveyard? I'm sure there's some wanderers there. Oh, don't worry. We've already got all the ghosts in the graveyard with us doing what Lord Godfroy requires. I require this one. What's so special about this one? None of your business, mortal. Hmm. I think I'll make it my business. And I'm going to hold up, like, my amulet. Mm-hmm. Now I know you know what I can do with this. And I'd rather not. So why don't you just leave this poor soul alone and come back in a couple hundred years when him and his friends are together? Make an intimidation check. I'll say it with advantage. Okay, okay. Fuck him up. Oh no! Eight! (laughs) (laughs) I'm not very scary. Nope. Uh, Okay, Uh, this this ghost says, um... (laughs) Uh, You're amusing, mortal. I'll give you that. But need this ghost. He, Lord Godfrey is convinced that he is the key. And you will not stand in my way. Um, I'm gonna cast Moonbeam at him. <laughs> sure. Second, second level? That's Sukhan a save. save? Yeah. Okay, well, that was a natural one. Huh. So... Okay, so that is 17 radiant damage. Yeah, um, this isn't a particularly powerful ghost. I'll say that'll do it. You cast Moonbeam, the shaft of light shoots out of the sky, and there's a burst of energy, and the ghost goes, ah! and starts, like, disintegrating under the radiant light. And as he fades away, he says, Lord Godfrey won't stand for this. And he's gone. I'm so sorry, gentlemen. Um, they, the, the dwarves turn to you and say, oh, thank you so much. I, you don't, you didn't have to do that. We appreciate it so much. Thank you. We don't have, um, oh, we don't no. have much. And No, please don't. I, d- I don't need your money. Um, what I do suggest, though, is that you find a place to hide. Um, or go go visit um, a priest, and perhaps they can find your friend to a specific location so that he can't be taken. Yeah, well, uh, thank you. We'll 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 see we'll see if we can do that. Thank you, thank you so much. Um, they all hurry off. Can you imagine second murdering a ghost? Whoops! <laughs> Just be like, hey, leave him the fuck alone. Murder. Dead again. Leave him alone again. Go back to the graveyard. Um, the ghosts respawn. Like, will he come back or is he gone? Gone. 
Uh, make a history check. See if you know that. Oh my God. Uh, eighteen. Um, it depends. He's probably gonna come back though. Just leave the area and come back. He'll respawn. Yeah. <laughs> Then he'd get his loot twice. Um, that's right. <laughs> you gotta grind for the synthesis uh, 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 mechanics so that you can synthesize the most powerful weapon in the game. Mm-hmm. It takes fucking ever. <laughs> Traumatized by powerful parts. weapon in our game, Ben. Uh, our friendship. Yeah, that's the correct answer. The most powerful weapon in the game is the spell Wish. Um, slash a 100% successful divine intervention. I think those are pretty close to uh, even there. Um, Anyway, hey, let's go back to the shop. So the rest of you are still in the shop. You're looking around at the the herbs and potions and all that good stuff. Um, So what are we looking for in particular? I want to know what he's God, we just kind of came into this store yeah, looking for a store. man, and we haven't actually like taken in what what he does. I'm pretty sure he's an alchemist or something, but I could be wrong. Okay, make an investigation check. Twenty-two. Okay, yeah. Um. Yeah, I mean, this, so the shop area is full of herbs and potions and oils and, you know, uh, uh, all that type of stuff. And so, and and alchemy supplies of various types as well. Um, so, you know, this is definitely like, yeah, this guy knows a lot about herbs and potions and all of that. Um, and you know from being up in his living area above the shop uh, that he's just generally a very knowledgeable guy when it comes to monsters and the supernatural and Ravenloft as a whole. So it seems like it seems like he's just generally um, you know, it seems like he's just generally sort of well-versed in a lot of fields of knowledge um so uh uh uh, you know everything from potions to um monsters to to even beer i mean you see some brewer's supplies in this shop so um he is a multi-talented uh individual cool um what kinds of potions? Uh, you find um, you find that there he's got a good selection of just normal potions of healing. Um, you do also find uh, two um, great potions of greater healing and one potion of superior healing, um, as well as one 
potion of frost giant strength. <gasps> um, and one potion of uh, clairvoyance. Okay. You find it so, interesting. Next. Let's say five potions of regular healing, two potions of greater healing, one potion of superior healing, one potion of frost drying strength, and one potion of clairvoyance. What does clairvoyance do? Like, it, it just lets you... clairvoyance. But, like, like, you ask a question, like, forever? Like, is it just, like, what is the scope of the clairvoyance? Probably for the duration. Yeah. It doesn't say... So you can just see the future of everything? That's what it says. It says you, so the potion says that you gain the effect of clair, the clairvoyance spell, but it does not so um, tell you. Drink, you. you drink it and it casts the clairvoyance spell when you drink it. Hmm. So you create an invisible sensor within range in a location familiar to you. The sensor remains um. for the duration, which is 10 minutes. Um, when you cast the spell, you choose seeing or hearing. You can use the chosen sense through the sensor as if you were in the space. As an action, you can switch between seeing and hearing. So, basically, if you knew that it was going to be beneficial to be able to spy on someone, you could use Potion of Clairvoyance to do that for 10 minutes. How many... Anywhere within a mile. How, how many sips does it look like are in the bottle? You have to drink the whole thing. Oh, okay. <laughs> what if you're really, really small? Yeah. <laughs> what if, like, one beer puts you to sleep? <laughs> you still have to drink the whole potion. Are we those all going all in the, on these? Ben, those are all the potions he's got? Yes, those are all the potions he's got. Are we all going in on the potions of healing? I think so. I think we just clear them out of those. We should probably get a couple. Well, that that sounds like that'd be expensive. That's true. How much are each of these things? Yeah, that's the next uh, 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 question, isn't it? The next thing you have to look up. Yep. Uh, I no, I just need the rarities. I know how to... I brought a shit ton of money. It's just all in Bowen's hole right now. I snuck it in while he wasn't I have quite just need to wait for him to come back. Money. What'd you bring? Well, I spent, you know, a while going around. I converted a lot of uh, the little paper banknotes into just, like, gold and silver right. bars. I didn't want to carry that. I've only got a couple on me. Bowman's carrying around like millions right now. Nyx takes her backpack off and like drops it on the floor and you just oh, hear just have Nyx. <laughs> I brought like one, I think I I put like 1,000 gems worth. So I just oh, have, yeah. I have like 1,000 golden gems. <laughs> so I can barter if need be with Beatrice. But I also have 200 gold from Brother Francis's estate money. That can all go to this. And I have, I think it was like 300. I, don't, I just added it too much. No, it was 400. So I have the other 200. 
Okay. But I did convert all of the money that Bix had on her, which was 8,700 gold. So how we did this. Okay. I did the math. I figured out how much it would be to get all of those potions. Mm. The most expensive one is the potion of frost giant strength. Okay. For the record. Um, but to clear to clear this shop out of potions, that's five regular potions of healing, two potions of greater healing, one potion of superior healing, one potion of clairvoyance, and one potion of frost giant strength. It's going to be a total of 6,600 gold pieces. Oh, boy. Pocket change. We don't need the clairvoyance. Pocket I want change. the clairvoyance. Pocket change says I the boy that didn't bring my... any money to the shop with him. My <laughs> character sheet says I have 10,000 gold in, quote, various gems. <laughs> so, okay, that's a lot of money. That is a lot of money. Okay, how much? Before my gold and silver bars. Okay, well, Artie can buy the frost giant. Yeah, that's on himself. That's on him. Yeah, I definitely want the frost giant. Frost giant. Frost giant is twenty five hundred. The clairvoyant. How much? Twenty five hundred for the frost giant. Sold. All right, you got the frost giant potion. Sixty six hundred minus twenty five hundred. That's forty one hundred. I've got my calculator. Forty one hundred. Okay. How much is the clairvoyance? The clairvoyance is 1750 gold pieces, as is the superior healing potion. Okay. They're both the same price. Um, I have more. I can pitch in for something else. I just got to do some weird math. So 4,400 minus 1750 for the clairvoyance. 4,100. 4,100 minus the 1750 for clairvoyance is... Well, hold on. Is so yes, Nick, are you buying it? it? Yeah. Okay. So minus seventeen fifty. That's now twenty three fifty. Okay. Uh, 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 and that's for all of the potions of healing, of regular potions of healing, greater potions of healing, and superior potion of healing. All right. Um, we should we split that. Three ways and or that's good. Yeah, so that's like about eight. That's seven hundred eighty-three point three repeating each. I will so pay the of, extra gold. Yeah, so two of you do seven hundred eighty-three. One of you do seven hundred eighty-four. Okay, um, and you will now have okay. five potions of healing, five potions of he- of greater healing, five potions of and uh, sorry. Five regular potions of healing, two potions of greater healing, and one potion of superior healing. And you can figure out how you want to distribute that, but write down what you bought somewhere. Someone write that down. So it was five five regular. Five five, regular, two greater, one superior. superior. Got it. Okay. I've got magic, so I can take one, just like one little guy. Unless we wanted to be that up, but we can figure that out. We'll divide it up. How much was it each? Seven hundred eighty-three. Seven eighty-three. Got it. Also, for the record, I'm I'm a I'm a I'm a I'm a little annoyed that one of you thought to ask 
if your paper money was going to be good here before you left <laughs> because I wanted you to get to Ravenloft and try to buy something and people being like, what the fuck is this? This is not money. But no, <laughs> you were smart and thought to we're ask about it beforehand. Travelers, we know how to travel to a different place where they don't use our money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, that was, uh, you, you did a good job thinking of that. I thought for sure I was going to catch you out on that one, but uh, I didn't. Um, okay, uh, let's say then, uh, any, are you guys doing anything else at Van Richten Shop, or are we going to just cut ahead to everybody reuniting and... Is there anything that looks like um, a, I'm going to start from the bottom... Uh, a wheel of stars, a timepiece of travel, the rotor of return, bar gear, dimensional loop, or chronolobe meter. You know, funny <laughs> enough, this shop has every single one of these <laughs> legendary magic items yes. in it for sale. Wow, good job. No, you, none of those <laughs> things are here. Is this and they're on discount. And they're on clearance. Is there yeah, anything for uh, that I could use to make bullets of slaying? I don't. There's no like specific list of things, but that's the other thing that. Yeah. Um. You know, you would be better served looking for materials for that in a place that sells like weapons and armor and that sort of thing. Okay. Um plus as as near as you can tell this particular domain of Ravenloft is like has not developed gunpowder technology. Um wow. they have actually they have cuz there was a blunderbuss in the Ainsley Village Manor, but it's like it's not as advanced gunpowder technology as you were used to um so people who sell bullets and gunpowders gunpowder while they would be um there would be somebody in this realm that knows how to do that you would suspect that they are not They're as not numerous as those back where you come from okay i'll but. just go upstairs and oh no i'll try to take a nap I probably can't get to sleep. Sure. You can take a short rest if you want. If there's a fireplace, I'm going to try and mm, light okay. a little fire and just stare into it for a bit. Okay. Hey, make a religion check for me. <laughs> Eight. Nothing happens. Just staring into the flame. Okay. You all reunite back at the shop, and also around this time, one of the Weathermay Fox Rope twins show up. You are not sure if it is Lori or Jennifer, um, because you can't remember which of them had the beauty mark on the left side, but it's one of them. Um, so anyway, she uh, she shows up and she says. Ah, good. You're all here. Um, how's everyone doing? Peachy. Pretty good. All right. Living the dream. After, 
after I'm fine. Um, after I get you all sorted, would it trouble any of you too much if I were to go up and see how Doctor Van Richten is doing? I heard you said he was feeling a little under the weather. Uh, last we checked, he was really out taking a nap. So I don't think that's a good idea. Um, but if you have a message for him or a gift, we can give it to him. Gift. Uh, make a- <laughs> Do you know, like flowers? Make a, make a persuasion check for me. Bold of you to think I have my dice out, Benjorna. Persuasion. Oop. <laughs> Oop. That is a, with a plus zero persuasion, that is a six. Well, um, I, I'll, I'll, all I want to do is, is look in on him, make sure he's okay. He, he did so much for me and my family. And, um, you know, I just want to make sure that he's doing all right. That, doing all right, that's all. Anyone else want to be the one to tell her? Or are we just going to let that happen? Um, we don't figure that out on our own. Um, he's not doing the best. Um, and truthfully, I'm not sure if he would want others to see him in the state that he is currently in. Oh, he definitely would not want others to see him like this. It's upsetting. Um, that's kind of our goal you, to help him get back to normal. Mm -hmm. You've been witness to hauntings before, I'm sure, and what it can do to the mind of those. It's... We're trying to fix him. Uh, Alina, make a persuasion oh. check for me with advantage. Why don't I get advantage on my persuasion? Because you said it without anybody saying anything. And Alina also has known Van Richten for longer. 18. 18. She sighs and says, well, all right. Well, yes. Okay. I understand. Um, I will drop off some um, some soup for him then, uh, for when he's recovering. Um, speaking of, uh, and she passes over a leather bag to you, Artemis, and she says, inside there, um, you will find uh, several things. First, uh, a signet ring of the Foxgrove family. It belonged to my father previously, but uh, no one should be able to tell that it's specifically my father's signet ring. Um, so uh, that's in there. You can wear that. I have some basic information in there about um, the Foxgrove family. Um, what you need to know is that, what, what you need to know is that you are a cousin You're from, you know, far away. So we, we don't see you or interact with you all that often. You're like a second cousin, right? You're um, my father's cousin's son. Um, father's so cousins. my father was 
you should probably know my father's name. My father's name was Daniel Foxgrove. And that's my brother. No. No. This will go so well. I'm not your, your, a test. your father was my father's cousin. Got it. So, I'm the son in that father's cousin's son. Exactly. Great. You um can name, you know, your father, whatever you want. I would say go with a fairly you know, a name that's common enough, but still has sort of an air of nobility around it. Something like Roderick. Roderick would yeah. be would work. Um, yes, uh, Roderick Foxgrove sounds perfect. I don't actually know any of my departed father's cousins, but perfectly oh. believable that there would be one named Roderick. Um, so you'll find stuff in there that can help verify in that bag help verify that you are foxgrove you will also find a letter of inter introduction from my mother it's going to be very important and i'm not going to just take your word for it but with the letter of introduction they should buy it that should get you in the door from there and because it's... i definitely wrote down the mayor's name earlier alice, alice weathermay Alice Weatherman. And wonderful. And so just so I can remember all of this, your father's name is Daniel. His cousin's name is Roderick. Then there's me. Your mother's name is Alice. And your sister's name? My sister is Jennifer. So I am Lori. That makes you Lori. Wonderful. <laughs> yeah, I've got that. <laughs> Amazing. Uh, where is a faraway city, land, place? Anywhere? Well, if you really want to sell it, uh -huh. you've got to say you're from somewhere that's not in Mordens. You're from a different, you've got to say you're from a different realm of Ravenloft. Because I think the Ainsleys would be smart enough to figure out that you've not been in Morden before. People don't often travel between the different realms of Ravenloft, but it's not completely unheard of. My sister and I have traveled, Dr. Van Richten has traveled, so it's possible. I but would suggest that you pick pick a domain of Ravenloft that is relatively um developed uh Dimon Lu I think is probably your best bet Ooh, easy to remember sure you bet Dimon Lu won't mispronounce that or anything wonderful do your best. The T is silent. Um, oh, there's a T. There is, yes. <laughs> I just won't ever write it. Don't write, yeah, don't write that down. Just memorize Demon Lu. Um, and you should be all set. I think I gave you directions earlier, but 
if you need them, there's also a, a map in the bag with directions to the ancient estate. And what is your house's colors? Ooh, that's a good point. Yes. Um, the Foxgrove colors are um, red and gold. Ah. Oh. Sorry, they're beautiful. Well, thank you. And, um, um, I mean, the I look joints... at the, like, on the, like, signet ring, is there a sigil or crest? Yeah, you can, you look at it, you can see, like, uh, uh, design patterns in there. Funny enough, the crest seems to involve a fox. Um, oh, how cute! Um, Very cute. So. Very crafty. All right, the red and gold makes more sense. Wonderful. Well, good luck. Hope you're able to solve this. Um, and and she looks outside and sees that like the sun has set and says, and unless you want to tussle with the helpless rider, I'd wait until morning to set off. Um, but good luck. And she departs. Uh, also, Beatrice at this time says, All right, well, um, Elena, dear, um, I'm just going to leave you with the spare key so you can get in and out, but I'm going to head out and uh, lock up for the night. So, um, good luck. I, I hope that what you're doing can help poor Dr. Van Richten. Is no one staying with the doctor? Is he just moaning and crying upstairs? Fine. Probably soundproof. He's fine. <laughs> I would imagine we're checking in on him every so often to just make sure the pillows are still around his headboard. Sure. Um, so now it's just you all. What is the plan? How risky are we feeling? Do we travel through the night? Um, I feel like I think we should leave in the morning. Yeah. Well, we have a horse, so... We don't want the horse to die. By another horse. That's mm -hmm. expensive. Horse on horse crime. We should well, wait. Well, it is a headless horse rider. It doesn't necessarily say that there's a horse with this. Okay. It's just the a... headless horse rider does not have a horse. <laughs> this is true. You Maybe can just be weird riding. Restless. No. I think we may as well leave in the morning. We might as well get fully rested. Then nobody like gets freaking exhausted in the middle of the day. Already. Ah. <laughs> right. That's a good <laughs> How long is the trip to the Ainsleys? It's half gonna take day. half a day. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Fair. So is we that should half go a to... day on foot or half a day by carriage? Uh you can save a little bit of time on carriage, but you're still gonna get there not that you're gonna get there. So if we left midday. like at daybreak, we'd get there at noon. Yeah. So I say we go to bed early, and then we can get up early and go. The classic dad mentality. <laughs> Let's go to sleep now at 6 p.m. so we can yep. wake up at 3 a.m. Yep. <laughs> at the crack of dawn. Yeah. 
You got to beat all the traffic. Try not to be on the road when the Headless Horseman's on the road. <laughs> yeah. Sounds the good. worst time to be on the road. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So we just go to bed now. I mean, we should eat. We haven't had dinner yet. Oh, yeah. Who's cooking tonight? I would figured we would uh, go to a tavern. We could buy a chef. Mm, or we, we could don't go to a tavern. Need to. You regretted doing that. Like, once. immediately. <laughs> yeah, we're Maybe I can that. find, like, a shitty one here that I can pay nothing. You can just yeah, come yeah, along I, with us. I think we go and pay for food. It'll be cheaper, trust me, <laughs> based on how you spend your money. Yeah. Great. You guys decide to go get food um, and then call it a night afterwards. So unless anything had anything they wanted to do quickly before bed. Despite um, what everyone said, Penny is going to stay up all night and look outside for the headless horseman out the window and just okay. see if she sees him. Okay. Or we that. Will... Okay. Great. My character doesn't need sleep exactly, just like a meditation. Just needs to meditate. Couple hours. Yep, that's right. She needs to. Uh, right. She needs to meditate for four hours. But okay. Miss um, that. Yeah. Um. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Great. So, uh, I guess first then, as we pick back up, you all are sort of getting ready, taking I'm staying rest. up for the rider. Yes, I know. <laughs> um, before we get to that, uh, Matt, I believe you said Artemis wanted to have a word with Bowman. Yeah, just first of all, I need to be able to pay for the things that I just took. So. <laughs> sure. Uh, yeah, you get the money that I, you need. And I surprise, I've been using you as a bit of a cash cow for a bit. I, I just need to reach into your portable hole for a bit. There's a lot of money in there. I have more money than I was. I talk about this later. Okay, all right. Pulls out several thousand worth of gems and gold yep. bars and yep. other. Yeah. I thought it was heavier. Right. Um, anyway, there's there might be a bit more. We can reconcile later. Um, I was wondering if you could help me tonight with a bit of a like. 
ritual? I don't know. How do you how do you do your thing? Your you, know, I, I, you summon a being to come help you. Yes. Is that, you know, tied to your Oh. Well, I, in the sense that I have magic from my oath, yes, but Hayes is more tied to who I am more than anything. Oh, okay. Well, I, I was reading um, my, my dad's uh, journal. And there were there were just a couple stories that just seemed a bit. I just want to try something. I don't think it's going to work, but I just I just need. I would appreciate your guidance. Of course. However, I may be assistance. I'm happy to help. Sure. No and for like an hour, I'm going to attempt various failed rituals to try and summoned an entity that I've read about, but don't know quite yeah. how to get in touch with. Yeah. So, Artemis, I think you need to channel something a little bit more deep than what you're, you're really scratching at. I'm a very shallow person. We can talk about that later. Um, but Haze, to me, is a necessity. I need Haze. And Haze is modeled after a dog I once knew. It's on the battlefield. So it's really more of a connection that way. If you're trying to summon something that has never seen or been, you have to dig a little deeper. Artemis, after Bowman's little pep talk here, I would like you to go ahead and make a spell casting check for me. After Bowman has talked to you, after Bowman has sort of explained to you how he summons Hayes. Is it just my charisma or is it a modifier attack? It's it's your charisma. Just okay. Yeah, it's your charisma. Twenty-one. As he explains this, you attempt one more time to cast the ritual, and you successfully cast summon greater steed. Oh no! Wasn't expecting that. <laughs> Would you explain to me? Yeah. What explain to all of us what your summon greater steed looks like? There is there's a like Artemis like lit a fire in the like brazier. Yeah. Your fireplace as he's doing this. And it's a little bit of a song that the a couple lyrics that he found of like poems that are written down and some of the old texts that they had found 
and other bits and pieces that he just kind of tinkered with and song and added to. He's He's been collecting little bits that remind him of each, like pieces of this little band of friends that he's kind of accidentally, to him, assembled together, but he's been put um, within that he's part of. And um, there's a bit of a flash in the fire as it turns blue and definitely scares him. Um, and then the like embers burn down. And this is after like a minute, right? Mm -hmm. It's a 10 minute casting. But in the first minute, there's a little something in the fire and it's an egg. Like goes over, like picks it up. And after a few like confused looks to Bowman, you're like, is this supposed to does Hayes come as an egg? It starts to hatch. <laughs> uh it's about like the size of an ostrich egg. It's a uh -huh. pretty big it's egg. Big egg, yeah. Um, and it had there's this little like white, gray, really slimy like bird that comes out. And then over the next 10 minutes, it just continues to grow. And every every like minute or so, there's a flash and a bit of fire and it gets bigger. And a flash and more fire and it gets bigger again until it's starting to not quite fit in this room. And it ends up being smaller than like the giant eagle because that's a big bird mm -hmm. but it's like it's big enough to ride and potentially carry someone it's this long like silver very once it's you know got all the slime once it's grown up um very silver chic very strong bird with like long flourishy feathers off of its uh, crown and long tail, the kind of tail feathers that curl around and just get in the way, kind of like tickle your nose. Um, like a hooked black beak, just like bright blue eyes, um, and just like a faint smell of burning. And for now, I don't know anything else about this bird. There we go. What? So Artemis has now uh, uh, summoned greater steed for the first time. Um, oh, we should have done that outside. Did I, did I get it wrong? No, it seemed it worked. I mean, it worked very well. Very well. Yeah. Hello. You're very big. It kind of like cocks his head and looks at you and there's like a a bit, there's like its eyes seem to be more intelligent than you would necessarily expect. Um, and as it like meets your eyes, it um, you feel somewhere like deep within you 
you know, you feel pretty satisfied, right? Having cast this spell successfully after, you know, studying it for a while. But you feel somewhere deep inside an alien satisfaction. Satisfaction coming from an outside source. And you can't help but think that perhaps the silver flame is pleased. What's her name? Its name. I don't um, know. No. Look into the eyes a little bit. I don't know. How did you, did you name Hayes? Did Hayes tell you? Hayes told me. They tend to communicate to us. I I will let you know. I will say this is be quite impressive for tomorrow for meeting your new uh, in laws. I don't want to say problem, but this is this isn't a fox. Yeah, it looks like a bird. I yes. I guess I could dismiss it, but it's so cool. I might need to rank, just grapple this a moment. Okay. Uh, yeah, I mean, you can dismiss it whenever you want um, and just resummon it later, but. Ooh. I'm going to stay up, get to know the bird. Yeah. Yeah, you spend some time with the bird. Try to. Um, I do eventually learn its name. I have to yeah. cite it. Yeah. Its name is Cypress. Cypress. There we go. See a good Greek name. There we go. Um, I heard Jason is a good name. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's Jason the Big Bird. Jason's a great name. <laughs> it's its legal name. Uh, Kevin, you should have named ooh, it Kevin. I do want. I do want to poll because I can't decide. Um, I can't decide uh, male or female. Roll the dice. Mm. Uh, Zuzu, evens is what? Evens is what? Oh, female. Evens. For my girlies. (laughs) Cypress. Very nice. All right. Um, great. Yeah, you stay up with the bird. You sort of strengthen your connection to this bird, and you feel like your connection to the silver flame is deepening. Um, Penny, let's pop over to you. You said you were going to keep an eye out for the headless rider. Go ahead and make a perception check for me. Perception. <laughs> Wonderful. Not one. Um. Look, I'm asleep though, aren't I? <laughs> it's yeah. It's the end of the day. You can blow a luck. That's seven. Seven. <laughs> in her sleep, right. she just does it often enough. Luck. <laughs> yeah. Um. Little do we know that Janara just so. Like, 
sends off her extra looks. Yeah. In the of the yeah. Night. yeah. So seven. Um, you know, you're looking outside and you realize that like shit, this there was on the roads outside of town, and I am firmly in town. Um uh but you know, you 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 stay up. You're not ready to go to bed anyway. It's been uh been a rough few days you're still you're still kind of grappling with octavia leaving the group where where would you say penny is emotionally right now emotionally yeah (laughs) what an excellent question i mean i would say she's just in a constant state of panic Mm -hmm. sure probably sure. sure how how is she feeling regarding octavia's departure in particular I would say pretty not great. Pretty not. I would think at the most basic level, Penny definitely sees it as a betrayal. Mm-hmm. Even though it's not, like, obviously. Yeah. But that's what she thinks. Sure. You're sitting by the window. You're anxious. You're, you're annoyed. You're in a constipated panic. Um, you just sort of shove your hands into, like, your, like, vest pockets. Um... And there's a piece of paper in there. Oh my and god! You unfold it. And uh, Kira, would you like to read what uh, no! is on this piece of paper? What? Okay. Um, dear Penny. Oh my god! I'm so sorry to have left you so suddenly, but I hope you can understand. I must go home and help my mother. <laughs> You're going to do great things, and I'm so proud of how much I've seen you grow since we first met at the newspaper. Please be careful, and try not to be too harsh with Artie. Still a little bit, though. He (laughs) deserves it. (laughs) I wish you all the best and hope to see you when you return. Much love, Octavia. Get out of here. Oh, my God. Penny's going to (laughs) cry. And then probably just go to sleep. Fair enough. Penny cries and goes to sleep. And everybody can take a long rest. Woo! Really, really needed needed that. Yeah, after a really difficult day, yeah. lots of combat encounters. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, do I still have one point from Spooky House, or am I clear? You are now clear. The last point from the spooky house is gone. Nice. So, zero points from the spooky house. Um. As when Rickton is sleeping, is he also feeling better and better? Or, or Do you go check on him like while he's asleep? Yeah. Okay. You go into his room while he's sleeping. He's, like, tossing and turning. Um, you know, you, you're, like, looking on him. Yeah, he doesn't seem like he's getting good sleep. You turn to leave, and you see out of the corner of your eye a ghostly figure of a young man by his bedside. And you turn back, and he's there, like, looking down, worried at Van Richten. 
Um, he's got sort of wild uh, uh, hair, um, sort of a, he's wearing a, uh, you know, a, a nice like suit coat, um, but it's a little, it looked like it used to be nice, but it's a little ruffled and damaged now. Um, and his legs disappear into a, you know, ghostly tail. Um, and he looks up at you and he sort of smiles sadly and just sort of waves a little bit. Um, I'll wave back. Are you a family member of Van Richten? Um, he... nods slightly and uh he sort of waves his hands through the air and as he does you see bright colors appearing and arranging themselves into a picture um which is slightly crude but seems to show van richten a woman and in between them, a child. And then the image disappears. Me and my friends are trying to help him. He just sort of nods and waves his hands through the air again. And you just see sort of in, you know, in, um, uh, uh, a new picture appears of just two um, indistinguishable people hugging. I'll let him know that you were here. Uh, he shakes his head and he waves his hands like this. Okay. Uh, I don't have to tell him. He, he creates a new picture and you see somebody, you see Van Richten again, and now you, and it looks like you're speaking, and Van Richten looks upset and, and crying. He might be sad that he lost you, but he might also be happy to know that you're watching out for him. He waves his hands again, and a picture shows him alive, lying on a table, and Van Richten hovering over him with a wooden stake. So your relationship was complicated. He sort of does this motion. But you you get the sense that he he loves his father deeply. He wouldn't be here if he didn't. Can um, we trust Van Richten? He nods vehemently and he waves his hands and creates um, a new picture that shows Van Richten crossbow in one hand, sword in the other, uh, fighting um, you know, terrifying monsters of the night. Okay. okay. Um, and as you say that, he 
waves and fades from view. All right, I'm just gonna tuck that away for later. Um, great. Next morning, you all wake up well rested. You've got a horse, you've got a cart, you've got disguise stuff. So you are more than welcome to go ahead and set out for the Ainsley Country Estate. Um, as you, uh, I, I assume you're all going to get ready to go there first thing in the morning, yes? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm going to try and wear as much gold and red as I can. Yeah, you find. you can find stuff. You're not happy about it. You're very <laughs> much a blue and silver guy. Uh, red and gold is the exact opposite of everything you've ever worn. But you... Well, I look flushed and the other just pale. No, I don't know, Artie. You look fine. Bowman walks downstairs from and just sees Artemis for the first time and goes, oh, are you feeling all right today? <laughs> Very confused. But I'll be all right. Janara's just going to start going through some of the clothes that she bought, and as she does it, she's just going to be like, telling Artie what he looks good in and what he doesn't look yeah. good in and he's gonna inspire you all for I'm gonna inspire uh, you all for 13 temporary hit points. There we go. Uh, <laughs> um what is everyone else's uh cover story here? <laughs> I'm what? the foot person. Well I've thought okay. about this. Oh oh my god I don't think we have to do the same you all work for me thing that we did before, right? You seemed a bit uncomfortable with that, which I haven't always been kind to those that I that employ, mostly because they're too expensive. But I was just thinking, you know, I'm from very far away. What if we just say, you know, it's dangerous on the roads. I like having my friends with me. Maybe it started as, you know, contractual, but now we just get along. And, and uh, you know, I, it's always, the Ainsley's probably have their holy person that they travel with, so. Would it be appropriate to have, like, a healer with? Yeah. That could be, like, an inn, you know? Like, oh, you have your holy person? I have my holy person. <laughs> Very cool. We are the same. Any other like creative ideas, like we'll go with that. Just we don't have to play the whole like I'm your paycheck game. So we're just traveling with you. Yeah. As do you even need friends. if you want like code names? Like, I think that could be fun. It's not like anyone no, knows our real names here. I, I mean, so. yeah. I would have no reason to know. I mean, back in Waterdeep, yeah, people know us, but like here. That's a good point. We don't. We could be anyone we want. I could. We could be ourselves. Oh. So we're all just traveling together because we're friends from all different economic backgrounds for some reason. 
Well, we don't have to look like we're from different economic backgrounds. Yeah, um, I got I nice clothes for all of us. That's true. So we're all from Daymont Lou. Yeah. Childhood yeah. friends. Childhood friends. We went to the same prep school. <laughs> Daymont Lou High. I am probably much- a different time, but <laughs> <Okay>. yes. <laughs> Mullen is our teacher. That would be very inappropriate. How old is our Elwin friend? Which we have we have an we have an elf with us. How old are you again? Um I think like you don't ask an elf their age, Artemis. I feel like if there's one (laughs) people you can ask their age, it's the elves. About 300? Yeah. Oh. What is that in human? Middle. <laughs> middle? Middle aged? <laughs> yeah. You're middle aged? Oh my god. So they're both teachers. <laughs> no, uh, Bowman's uh, at the end of his life. What are you talking about? And I stress how inappropriate that would be if we were friends as why? I don't know. Like once we graduate, can't we be friends? No, that's weird. <laughs> oh, no, friendship <laughs> extends beyond just years. I mean, look at you and me. I'm basically two years old and you're a thousand. We're best friends. Who are you talking I don't, to? I don't <laughs> <laughs> Fine. So we're all friends and we've known each other from various things and now we're traveling together. We could right? all be family friends and like yeah. I, I will just be the driver. I think that's a good cover story. It can be my muscle. Oh, quick! Th- well, we'll talk about it when, when we leave town. Um, what, I have how, a thing to can tell. Can we talk? Be talking about this on the road? Like, I feel like we don't need to. Come you've been talking about this as you've been getting okay. ready to okay. go. Oh, we'll you're see. so right. We're on the road. Uh, um, but you start loading up on the cart, Artemis. You can get back to what you're saying in just a moment. As you are getting ready to depart. You see the familiar face of Milosh from the Vistani band uh, uh, approaching. We know that he says, Oh, hello, friends. Uh, so sorry. Oh, you found, I mean, <clears throat> nice to meet you. Uh, no, we've Miss met before. Elven woman. Uh, no, I've met the rest of you. I've clearly never met this elven woman before. Um, clearly, yes. Uh, anyway, I just thought I would stop by and let you know, um, if you are still here, which you are, thankfully. Um, got you just in time. Oh, uh, we're leaving. Mm-hmm. Um, we are we are departing for another. Um, domain. So, um, how do we get to? Do you have an idea when you're gonna be back, or if you're gonna be back? Oh, I don't know. Um, and if I, if we did come back, we would maybe not come back in the right time frame. Right. As you know, you know we do. We are we are time. Well, actually, your elven friend doesn't know, but we travel weirdly through time. Um. So I don't know if I will see you all again, but you all will see me again, so that's good. Um, How many times have you uh, seen us? 
well, earlier, earlier in my timeline once, but I don't know how many times you all met me before I met you. It's too early for this. The sun's barely up. Um, <laughs> I thought that was going to be a straightforward answer or question answer thing. Never how mind. silly of you to think that, Never knowing what you know. Um, listen, um, I just wanted to stop by, let you know you were oh. leaving. Hey, God. Yes. In my book, this mm. is the second time that I am like coming in contact with you. Are we still on the same like line of time that we, we were? We haven't on? left Morden. So we are in the same oh, time frame as when we arrived here together. Okay. I'm just making sure. Okay. Yes. Cool. Um so anyway, we are leaving Mordant. Um good luck. I'm looking forward to seeing you all again. Well, I hope I see you all again, but you all will see me anyway. Doesn't matter. Um, Very confusing. Yes. Um, to answer your question, Miss Presswell, about how you're going to travel to other realms, um, I believe my grandfather had a word with you about Miss Talismans, but um, you know, as long as you have items and the borders of the domain are not closed, um, you can leave and get to a destination of your choice, as long as you have the correct talisman for that destination. So. Okay, great. And we have that, and we know where to get that, so that's good. Okay. Uh, no, I don't know if you have that or know where to get that. No, like we, I'm sure we know how to get that. One of us knows how to get that, right? I, Surely I, we wouldn't go to a place we've never been before in a different dimension with no way back I, without having a talisman, right, guys? I'm sure I, <laughs> I'm sure you'll figure it out. And I believe my grandfather did say that one of you, Miss Bowman, I think, has a mystic talisman of some kind. Something like that, yes. Yes. So great. you'll so be Bowman fine. Knows. Bowman knows. Great. So uh, Bowman no. is in charge of getting us out of here. You'll nope. be you'll be fine. Nope. Um <laughs> anyway. Good luck. And um, I hope I see you again. I know you'll see me again, but I hope I see you again. Us too. Know how to react to this. You know, it is kind of comforting that we know we will at least see him again so that we know none of us can die. Again, 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 I want to quickly stress. I want to I don't quickly want you stress, to as I have said before, fate can change. Okay, time can change. So if you do things differently than you did in the chain of events that led me to meet you the first time, then maybe I don't. But then wouldn't that change the chain of events that would lead us? It to sure would. It sure so would. And I don't I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how that works. My grandfather would probably say something like largely time sorts itself out, but uh, you know. I don't know. That's some real, like, uh, we call it bootstrap paradox uh, stuff. But okay. anyway. Bye. Before good you luck. Goodbye. Confuse this more. Uh, you don't have any all powerful weapons on your person, do you? I am unfortunately fresh out of all powerful weapons. That's a shot. Yeah. All right. Well, um, goodbye.
Best of luck. Thanks, Jonas. The two parts. Um, you were saying, Artie. Yes, you all depart town, and Artie, you can continue. Right. So, there's like a thing. It's about a mile away right now. But it's... Is this a well-traveled road? Um, yeah, I mean, as well-traveled as any road in Warden is anyway. Is that well-traveled? But not, like, it's not super busy. There's not a ton of, like, carts going by. Okay. Just, I presume Bowman's driving. Mr. Bowman, if there's, like, a little clearing or something where one could, like, you know, go to the bathroom, privacy. You were supposed to go before we left. I know. I just... There's something I want to show people. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, right then. Um, Artie, we do not want to. I cannot stress this enough. I do not want to see what I think. It's about a mile away right now. Um, I'll tell it to come closer. What? What? Oh, I know. I know what it is. You know. Of course Bowman knows what it is. Um, You know what? I see see a a pull-off station right here. Oh, it looks like they have a snack shack right there. Great. (laughs) Great. You go to the oldie rest area. There's a hay bale for the horse. The old rest area. And eventually, like, off in the trees, because, yeah, let's keep it a little secretive. Sure, I'm going to introduce everyone to the big old bird. Yeah. Nix is going to keep her distance. Yeah, it's like like 20 Nixes. That's a (laughs) big bird. What is... I was was digging through uh, the journal and playing around. Bowman, Bowman helped, and I, I thought there, there was a thing about summoning, and I always, you know, thought it was a little weird that the um, family's sigil was, you know, a big old phoenix, but it kind of makes sense now. But now there's a, so I, just it's going to be around, like, keeping its distance, because this probably isn't a thing that, you know, What is this? Why? She's mine. Yeah, why? What is, why do we have, why do you have this girl? Well, I was thinking before we got the car, I was thinking about how would we travel fast distances. You know, I could turn someone into a big old bird that could carry people and then I could ride on my big bird. And then maybe we could figure out, we can fly places. I'm trying to figure out how we can fly places instead of walk everywhere. Because we're going to search, you know, an entire land for maybe my brother that no one seems to have heard about. Um, I did not know that birds were going to be involved with this. I didn't want (laughs) to adventure. (laughs) Next, do you need to talk about birds? How do you feel about birds? Um. Okay. Um. (laughs) 
<laughs> no. no. Here comes Nix's traumatic backstory. Not the unlocked backstory. So this, I don't. Were you carried by a bird once? No. Um. But my sister was. <gasps> oh, I um, thought it was a joke. And um, I was really. Little when it happened. Like a pigeon? No. It was like an eagle, I think. Like I'm I'm pretty sure it was like a, it, yeah. I I don't like other kids go and run into crowds of birds and I would run the opposite direction. Um, it doesn't even matter what size the bird is. I just... Mm-mm. <laughs> um, yeah, I didn't know this was going to impact me. Are, are you... Are you okay with this about yourself? Or do we, like, need to work on it? I mean, if it's gonna impede this journey, like, I... Uh, I don't... You wanna ride have it? any desire... No! Mm-mm. <laughs> no? It might help. Um, I don't want to fly. Um... Yeah. Huh. Okay, well, like, we have the car and the horse named Owatinica. So. It changes every time. <laughs> <laughs> so, we don't have to. I mean, I mean the, the Cypress can keep her distance. If. If the bird is going to be instrumental to finding your brother and solving this mystery, then I, I can work on it. Um, but I'm good for right now. We don't need, what was the bird's name? Cypress. Okay. Cypress, Mr. Bowman. Cypress. Cypress. Nice. I thought so. Well, this has been wonderfully fun. <laughs> did did everyone get something from the snack shack? We're this not stopping again until we're there, so. All right, let me actually do go to the bathroom real quick. <laughs> oh, oh my gosh. Nix, this was a lot to unpack about your life. How did we yeah. ever encounter birds in Waterdeep? Well, we did. Um, but like, I just, there's not a lot of birds in Waterdeep. Um, and, and pigeons. You know, I just stayed away from them. Um, 
and and like Octavia's owl, I didn't see that often. So like, it spooked me the first time to be sure. Uh, but I got used to it because it was kind of small. So maybe I just need like exposure therapy. Like I just, not too much and not too often, but maybe I just need to, I don't know. I honestly cannot wait for your exposure therapy. <laughs> this is this is a large bird. Um, oh. Well, after the introduction is made and everybody goes to the bathroom and uh, gets snacks at the snack shack, not canon. Um, you, <laughs> you down the road. Um, and you know it's it's a long journey takes about half a day but you do eventually arrive at the Ainsley country estate um you see you know this uh uh large like large estate rolling field rolling farm fields um, with, you know, growing all sorts of crops, largely grains, various types of grains. You see, um, you know, numerous workers out in the fields working as well as, you know, pack animals and plows and, and all that, you know, trying to um, manage the farm. Um, Uh, but you, you know, you continue up the lane towards the, uh, you see several like outbuildings and barns and stuff, but you continue your way up the lane towards the large estate. You see uh, at the top of sort of this rise overlooking all of the farmland um, is this large farmhouse slash country mansion. Uh, it's probably three stories tall, large building, surrounded by, uh, uh, walled in from the rest of the estate. And uh, also you see several outbuildings in the immediate vicinity of this mansion as well. Um, as you sort of approach the front gates, um, you see that there are a couple of attendants there um, as you approach, um, and one of them sort of steps forward and says, uh, right, you've, uh, you've arrived at the, uh, the Ainsley estate. Do you have an appointment with the Lord and Lady Ainsley? Well, I guess this is me, isn't it? Uh, it's Good afternoon. Hello. Um, can you please? Um, we don't have an appointment. We've traveled some distance. Um, my name is Lord Foxgrove. I'm hoping to seek an audience with Lord and Lady Ainsley. May I? I just ask? kind of like hold up a, a letter. I don't hand it to him, but just kind of hold up a letter of introduction. May I ask Lord Foxgrove the? Uh reason for your request for an audience with Lord and Lady Ainsley? Well, I suppose it's on a bit of a personal matter, and on another hand, a bit of a business matter. 
You're going to have to be more specific than that, sir. Um, seeking love. You're My a goodness. suitor. Why didn't you just say so? I'll go talk to the Lord and Lady. Um, and he Ooh. disappears beyond the gate. Um, and a few minutes later, the gates open, and you wow. enter. You enter the Ainsley Estate. You see, there's a wide, uh, uh, you know, stone drive that leads up, you know, towards the towards the mansion. There's sort of a circular center area with like a fountain. Um, and then off to the sides, you can see outbuildings of various types. And you see people like on the lawn, trimming like hedges and caring for the decorative trees on the property. Um, as you wheel the carriage around the fountain sort of in the center of this area, um, you are gestured to come to a stop and one of the other members of the household staff says, Hello, welcome to the Ainsley Estate. We will take care of your uh, horses and carriage, make sure the horses are fed. Um, if you all will follow, uh, uh, we'll head right towards the door there. You see the gentleman up there on the steps and he will take you in to meet the Lord and Lady. Wonderful. Um, who is the Lord of the house? Yeah, of the house. You meet, yes, you have to meet. So you're meeting the Lord and the lady, <laughs> as in the lady you're trying to yeah. marry, or is it the wife? Um, Parents. You have to I meet was, them she, first before you meet the girl. She hit her Wait. head on the way here. Um, ben, <laughs> oh, I'm not saying this nearby anyone. <laughs> by the way, <laughs> I'm waiting till they're very much out of the way. Like, ben. Just, you know, <laughs> Before we oh, got okay. to the palace, could I say that I summon Haze? Yeah, yeah. You you okay. hey, you oh, can God. say that Haze is is, is present. That's fine. okay. I'm um, gonna command Haze just to stay with the horse. Okay, great. Um and I'm gonna pet Haze before we leave. <laughs> Haze um, enjoys it. You you approach the front steps. And uh, you are met by um, a well-dressed member of the household staff, and he sort of leads you into this grand uh, uh, entry room of the house. And said, and as he does, he says, uh, "May I present?" <clears throat> what was your first name? He says to you, Artemis. <laughs> Oh, game time decision. Should I use my real name? Yeah, I'm gonna use my real name. Uh, Lord Artemis Foxgrove. May I present Lord Artemis Foxgrove, potential suitor for Lady Katrina Ainsley. Um, Lord Artemis Foxgrove, may I introduce you to Lord Alexand Alexander and Lady Lady Victoria Ainsley. Um, and you see coming down the steps, very well dressed, um, upper end of middle age, talking like 50s um, couple, very wealthy, stately looking, um, dressed in very 
very traditional clothes, both have sort of dark hair, um, graying a little bit. Um, a handsome couple, for sure. I will um, bow and whisper to everyone else, bow, bow. Um, As we bow, stealthily, Nyx yeah. <laughs> right would like to stealthily cast Sea Invisibility. Make a sleight of hand check. 27. 27. Okay, yeah, you cast the invisibility. You don't see anything invisible immediately. As Lord Alexander uh, Ainsley and Lady Victoria Ainsley arrive at the bottom of the stairs, they say, they come forward to you, um, Artemis, and shake your hand and say, uh, uh, Lord Alexander Ainsley says, it is an absolute pleasure to meet you, young man. Um, I, I'm surprised uh, by your presence, but, but pleasantly so. My, my wife and I are um, delighted that you uh, are joining us. Um, are you intending on, on staying for, for some time? Uh, my my lord, I certainly wouldn't want to put you out. If there's no room, uh, accommodations can be made. Uh, the, the road, I will say, is a little long. Uh, we used to have two horses. One uh, didn't make it. It's been a long journey, but I do welcome your hospitality. And thank you so, so very much for seeing me. It is an honor. Of course, of course. Um, well, right this way. Let's uh, let's sit in the sitting room and get to know one another before you meet my uh, my beloved daughter. Excellent. Okay. Um, and oh, to, right. may I ask you. who the rest of your? Uh... Absolutely, absolutely. Um, these are um, uh, my very dear friends. Um, many of them uh, used to work for me, but now the roads being what they are, we've grown quite fond of one another and. Well, they're good traveling companions. I'll go, I'll introduce everyone. Uh, Mr. Uh, Mr. Bowman, of course, my driver and main, well, defense against ruffians on the road. Um, and then I'll make a point to also uh, introduce um, Elena as my uh, spiritual guide. Well, and. Uh... Very good, very good. Um, yes, uh, well, let follow, uh, follow me right this way. We'll, we'll head into the sitting room and uh, have a bit of a chat. Uh, absolutely. Um, as you eventually arrive in the sitting room, this like very well appointed sitting room, nice fireplace. Um, you know, the, the butler pours everybody every, every a cup of tea and brings out some, some biscuits to enjoy with the tea. Um, you all are sort of drinking your tea and all that. Um, and Lord Alexander finally looks at you, Artemis, and says, so, um, if I may ask, um, you know, the world being what it is today, could you, do you have proof that you are, of course, of the Foxgrove um, lineage? <laughs> Goodness me. Of course, of course. Um, and I'll just kind of, like, pull out uh, the, the letter of introduction and also just, like, kind of tap the ring a little bit, give a, <laughs> um, yeah. just kind of hand it forward. 
he um, opens up the letter he passes it over to victoria she reads it after they both seem satisfied by it um victoria looks up and says well um i must confess we are quite surprised by this visit we weren't expecting this um may i ask how you heard about uh about our daughter and uh the fact that we were hoping to find a good suitor for her of course of course out of game i want to make sure i've got this correct yeah. <laughs> alice whether whether may yeah. is what relation to me okay if i second am cousin her, her husband's, husband's family second cousin yeah. second cousin in law second cousin in law yeah so you would probably say you're a distant cousin of the mayor that would yeah. probably be the most like normal way to say you're like you're a distant cousin of her late husband so you are fantastic yeah then i will present that way um well you see i'm distant cousin of uh, the mayor Alice oh, Weathermay, but oh, we were, oh, my family was going through old ledgers and oh, having a, a reminiscent time through the family history a few months back and we oh, decided to reach out to a few old connections, not being, times being what they are and me being as, well, quite honestly lonely as I am these days. And so much land to roam you just start to learn it all after a while don't you i'm sure you understand uh, but when uh mayor alice mentioned through a few correspondence this potential match i felt i at once had to say mr bowman get the horses ready i have an adventure afoot and here we are, a few months later, a few scrapes and bruises along the way, but it would be an honor to align the Foxgrove family with a family of such renown, Ainsley, so even before we had done our genealogical um, renaissance, we had heard, I had heard a few whisperings, mumblings, and stories here and there of your influence, your courteousness, and even all the way to Dimilo, this, your reputation precedes you. Well, I am um, quite glad to hear it. Um, yes, we, we have been uh, looking for a good suitor for Katrina, and Katrina has been excited about finding a good suitor as well um i confess it's 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 um it's been a long search for a worthwhile suitor but um you know the foxgrove family is uh is well well is a is, is a well-known family and you say you're from dim and lou indeed it's just outside hmm. very nice very nice well i and as she gets interrupted, as there's, you hear, like, even through the windows, the sounds of a 
ruckus outside. Um, the butler um, steps into the room and leans down and whispers something to uh, Lord Ainsley. Um, and Lord and Lady Ainsley uh, both sort of look at each other and say, um, if you all would just be uh, ever so kind as to wait um, here, there's just a, a matter that we must uh, attend to very, very quickly. It, it won't be long. Anything and, we can help with? Um, I wouldn't, we wouldn't want to trouble you. And they get up and leave the room. Uh, oh. There is a window in the room. Mm -hmm. And the sound sounds like it's coming from outside. Are there uh, guards in there? Nope. Okay, cool. Can I have Hayes go outside and try to check it out stealthily? Sure. sure. Uh, Hayes speaks outside. Go and make a stealth check for Hayes. Dexterity. Hayes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a creepy boy. He that <laughs> is a is an eighteen. Eighteen. Nice. Hayes pokes his head out of the uh, horse stables and sees a number of plants attacking the estate. Living trees assaulting the estate. Large, like, huge collections of, like, vines lashing out at the workers and the uh, uh, buildings of the estate um, and just generally like attacking things. You see that like Hayes actually has to like step back quickly as grass like quickly grows out of the ground and starts trying to wrap around his feet. Um, and Hayes like has to step quickly to not be completely bound in one spot. Oh my God. Um, uh, Bowman purveys, per passes on all this information. I'm also yeah. looking out the window. Yeah, you see, <laughs> you, you look out the window, you see, um, these, like, basically, they look like trees attacking people, um, and you see, an, uh, you also see these, like, large, like, vine creatures lashing out at some of the workers as well. Sort of, like, Burnham Wood out here. Are you, are you sure you want to marry into this family? It looks a little haunted. See what I did there? Because <laughs> we know it's haunted. What? I oh, oh. want to look around the room while it's empty. Once I see that trees are attacking the house. Make an investigation check. Yeah, Um. if I may make a suggestion, Ooh. I think we should probably loot the place and bounce. We're not... We... No. I mean, I'm not... Uh, I don't know about that. <laughs> no. I'm not I, looting. I really Thanks. don't think, I don't think looting a cursed family is a great idea. Mm -hmm. I think we should probably just leave all this for the ghost evil spirits to take care of. And yeah. then maybe afterwards we can come back. But like, I feel like right now we should probably just like, we should probably gonna, not loot the place. I'm going to make sure, you know, the butler isn't just on the other side of the door. <laughs> <laughs> listening um you like go make a perception check oh i'm straight up gonna open the door oh you're just straight up opening the door in that yeah. case you peek out there's no one in the hallway he's you looking can, at you like the butler the butler's not right outside you see a couple yeah. staff members like quickly run down the hall one glances back and he says 
it'll just be a moment, so uh, nothing to worry about. Uh, just, just let us know if there's anything we could help with. I'll absolutely, sir. Absolutely. Um, and then I really hope they pay these people well. Mm. Um, even their track record, probably not. Um, I got a fifteen for my investigation. Okay. Um, I mean, the liquor bottles in the liquor cabinet look like they're probably worth oh, a decent amount of money. I'm not. But... That's not the per. Sorry, I am investigating. <laughs> You're looking for to clues. Try to find, you yeah. don't find any clues okay. in the sitting room. <laughs> well. As a reminder, you are in the sitting room. Well, then I would uh, like to dig through the couch cushions. <laughs> dig through the couch first. You find five gold pieces. Cool. Is there like a family portrait over the? There is a family portrait over the. Right. What does the young woman look like? Um, you know, fairly, uh, fairly attractive. Um, right. Dark hair. Her, very curly. Um, she's dressed nicely. Um, looks quite a bit like her mother. Um, mm. All things considered, mm. the daughter of a murderer. Yeah. Murderer. Who do you think? Who do you think thought of it first? Mm. Mm. I don't know. I haven't gotten a good read on which one of them seems to more. No one's seen the friar, have they? No, not yet. But I don't think they'd bring him to these. So rates. should we help? Um, can I go pretend uh, to like try to find the bathroom and snoop around? Uh, yeah. Hold on, Bowman. As you say, should we help? You look out the window and you see that, like one of the trees has literally like lubbed a stable hand so hard that he's like on the ground and not moving. Uh, I'll I'll be right back. I'm just gonna wait, go. Wait, wait. Helena was introduced as the healer of the group, so you... no. I'm just gonna chop down some trees. Oh, okay. Are you gonna like open up the window and go outside through the window? Oh no, I'm running through the wall. Room? Of course, now I'm gonna walk. <laughs> okay, you open up the window and jump outside to try and help. Um, and that seems like. Great. And that seems like go. a pretty good place to end tonight's episode. So we will see you all next time. Thank you all for playing and thank you all for watching. Uh, have a good night, everyone. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. 
Go to PrettyLitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.